This is the Relatable Podcast with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to create happy and loving marriages without making over their husbands. If you are a wife looking to transform your marriage from the inside out, you've come to the right place. Get ready to hear relatable stories, practical advice, and empowering perspectives for how to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of Relating Well. Well, hello there. It is Dr. Siobhan here, founder of Relatable, and here we are again. How are you doing? How are you enjoying this podcast? I would love, love, love to know. So if you haven't already, please just take 45 seconds and complete a review. If you are listening via iTunes, it's super simple to do. If you just scroll down, um, there should be a little place where you say, or where you see, rather, leave a review. So I would love to know how you are enjoying the content that I create for you. So today, we are talking about a topic that I know (laughs) every wife needs from time to time. And that is how to change the way you feel about your husband. So I know when you were dating or very early in your marriage, it seems like your husband could sort of do no wrong, that any of his shortcomings were sort of counterbalanced by all the other amazing things he was doing, all the other amazing ways he was making you feel, and all the other amazing things he was saying to you on a regular basis. And at some point, (laughs) that shifted, right? At some point, the things that were sort of raising an eyebrow for you became problems and points of disagreement, points of frustration, and the way you see him has shifted, right? So, you know, whether you're in that place right now where when you look at him, you just feel like there's so much wrong with him, like there's so much you wish was different about how he's being, um, or if you've, you know, you've had that in the past or will walk into it into the future, I think this episode will definitely be relevant to you because we're talking about feelings and how you feel about him. And the thing about feelings is that they change all the time. And what I mean by that is that you can be in a moment, a week, (laughs) a season of really not feeling your husband, right? Like those could be the exact words. Like I'm just not feeling him. Like there's nothing about him that's working for me. There's nothing about him that's bringing me joy or happiness. And I'm just not into him at all. Um, And then, right, and then he could say something or then he could do something 
um, that changes it for you, right? Sometimes it's just an apology. Sometimes it's just an acknowledgement. Sometimes it's just, you know, him giving you the attention that you've been wanting. And when his behavior changes, when the way he shows up changes, when the things he says changes, you feel different, right? I can think of even in my own marriage where my husband can just say something to me or just acknowledge something that I feel like he isn't aware of. And like literally the hardness and the heaviness is like dissolved in just a minute. And the way I see him like returns back to this, you know, wonderful human being that I love and that I want to be with and that I'm so happy to be with. And so I offer that because I want to set the expectation for you that your feelings will change. And, you know, the Bible talks about feelings. It talks about the heart and it talks about emotions and Sometimes I feel like, you know, we are deceived by what we feel. We are deceived by a momentary emotion that will come and that will go. And a lot of times as women, because we feel our emotions so deeply and because we're so in tune with our emotions, we take our emotions as truth. And there are times when we are tempted to make decisions out of negative emotion. And I want to caution you. I want to caution you to really just take a step back and almost come to the mindset of that your feelings can't be trusted all the time. That sometimes the enemy uses your emotions to mess with your mind to make you think that you need to make a decision based on how you feel in that moment. And I believe that any decisions we make, especially the ones related to our marriage, need to be from a place of peace, need to be from a place of wholeness, need to be from a place of feeling complete and not from a place of fear or anger or resentment or bitterness. And so if that's what you're feeling, if that you know, captures the emotion that is leading your actions and leading you to make certain decisions. I want you to take a step back and I want you to open up your ears really loud and clear for this particular episode. So there are five things I think are really important to recognize and pay attention to in order to change the way you feel about your husband. And the first, and I hope you stay with me through all of them because you're probably not going to like this first one. Your brain is going to resist it and come up with all the reasons why it's not true, but I want you to stick with me. So the first reason or the first way you change the way you feel about your husband is you have to realize that it's not your husband and what he's doing that's causing you to feel a certain way, but it's your thoughts about it. So it's not him, it's your thoughts. And 
I want to just give you a few examples of that. And so whenever I'm working with my private clients, one of the things we work very hard and very aggressively on is separating the facts of a situation from the story and the meaning you assign it. Because the truth is facts are just neutral. They're just pieces of information. And it's what we add to it, what we make it mean that causes us to feel a certain way. And a lot of times that way we feel is negative in some way, shape or form, whether we're sad or hurt or feeling rejected or feeling dismissed or, you know, not taken care of. But the facts are the facts. And I want to encourage you to disconnect the story you tell yourself about your husband from the facts of who he is or the facts of whatever situation has happened or is happening in your marriage. And so here are just a couple examples that I want you to think about. Um, so let's imagine that throughout your day, you know, you work in one place or your home on he's out working another place and that you're separated for most of the day. And he does not text you or call you or reach out to you in some way throughout the day just to check in and see how you're doing. And so on the surface, it's very easy to attribute any negative feelings you have to his behavior. He didn't reach out to me today. So now I feel rejected. Now I feel upset. And when you really can hone in on this first point of realizing that it's not him, but your thoughts about it, it's just the most magnificent thing to realize. So in that example, he does not reach out to you through the day. That's a completely neutral fact. It's just a a detail of your life. But your pain, your upset, your frustration comes because you make that mean something that causes you to feel rejected or neglected. And so the fact, which is neutral, that he didn't text you or reach out to you, in your mind, you take that to mean, oh, he's not thinking about me. Oh, I'm not important to him. Oh, he's too busy doing other things. He's not, you know, um, pursuing me the way he did before. And that story is your creation. There could be a thousand different reasons for why he hasn't reached out to you, why he doesn't reach out to you, because if it's a thing that's happening over and over and over again, there's probably some reason that's different from the story you've been telling yourself. But the story you've been telling yourself is the story that causes you pain and is the story that feeds into this loop of you then being upset with him and then you act a certain way and then it just continues to cycle and feed upon each other, right? So um, I want you to really begin to identify like what is the thing you feel is making you upset and to then detach the story you tell yourself about it from the facts. It's neutral. It's not him and what's happening and what he's doing or what he's not doing. It's the story you tell yourself about it that's causing you pain. 
Step number two in order to change the way you feel about your husband is really part of step number one. And it's truly uncovering the painful story or the, you know, anger ridden story that you tell about your husband. So, you know, we are human beings and we judge other people. Like everybody does it. You look at someone, you look at what they're doing, you look at what they're saying, and you come to a conclusion if it's good or if it's bad, if it's right or if it's wrong, if it's what you need or what you don't like, right? You come to that conclusion yourself. And so it's very important that you can pinpoint what is the exact story that you are telling yourself that causes you to feel angry, that causes you to feel hurt or rejected or you know, less than or criticized or judged. And once you uncover that story, that's where you need to focus your attention. You need to begin to question that story. Like, it's almost like if you put your hand on a hot stove and you know the stove is hot and you know it's going to hurt you, yet you keep doing it over and over and over again. Same with the stories that we tell ourselves. So we know there are certain things that when we believe um, those thoughts, when we, you know, endorse or internalize that thinking, we feel sad, right? Like you can look inside your mind and know what you're thinking that's making you feel sad or making you feel angry or making you feel resentful. And so... You know, once you can pinpoint that painful or angry story, then you have to ask yourself, like, why am I choosing to keep my hand on this hot thing that is hurting me? Why am I continuing to inflict pain upon myself by telling myself this story over and over and over and over again? And so you have to uncover that story. You have to be aware of what it is because that, you know, differentiation from the facts of who your husband is to the um, subjective nature of the story you tell yourself about him is so important, right? There's this quote, it says, nothing is neither good nor bad, just thinking makes it so. And so whatever is happening is just a fact, However he's being is just a fact. It's just a reality of who he's being. But you need to recognize the way you layer on judgment and hurt and pain and criticism and that that's what's causing you pain, okay? Number three is you just got to get to work to taking your hand off that stove to thinking differently. And so step three is to revise that painful story by thinking new thoughts, Plain and simple, right? Ask yourself, like, what else could I believe that causes me less pain? What else could I believe that makes me less angry? What else could I believe that gets me to a place of feeling more peaceful? What could I tell myself that helps me to accept my husband? What could I tell myself that enables me to look at him with eyes of love? What is it that I need to tell myself? What is it that I need to convince myself of as much as I've convinced myself 
of this other story that's causing me pain and creating more trouble, more problems, more issues in my marriage. And the key here is you know what you should be thinking. And if you don't, I encourage you to just spend some time in prayer with God asking, what would you have me to think? Oh, I love that prayer. I pray it so often and it's just, it's so powerful. Like, what would you have me to think? And seeking God for your thoughts is just one of the most powerful things because it's almost like you're going to the person that knows everything, right? He already knows what is happening in your marriage and what's going to happen in your marriage. Not only what's going to happen in your marriage next week, but next month, next year, 10 years down the road. And so if we seek him to shape our thinking, if we ask him and sincerely mean it, like, Lord, what shall I think? What would you have me to think? And just sit there for the answer. We're going to get it. And that's going to be the thought that we need to focus on. That's going to be the thought that we need to set our minds on and practice over and 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 over again. So instead of looking at your husband as he makes me so unhappy, right? Seek God. What would he have you think? I'm so grateful for my husband. My husband is a good man. My husband is a wonderful father. My husband is a provider. My husband has a soft heart towards me. Do you feel it? Do you get what I'm saying? We have to renew our mind, right? We have to shed the thoughts that don't serve us and practice over and over and over the thoughts that do. There's so many ways to do this. And I love, you know, when I'm able to work with people one-on-one, I literally walk them through how to do that. How do you change your thoughts? How do you, you know, ingrain in your mind this new way of thinking that's so different than what you've been telling yourself all along? But once you get it and once you get that momentum going, you find that thinking and believing in this new way just becomes second nature. That if you tell yourself something over and over and over again enough times, you believe it. It just becomes like breathing to you. And the problem you're having right now, if you're not feeling great about your husband, is that you haven't been telling yourself great things about him. The way you feel about him is a direct result of the thoughts you choose to say to yourself about him over and over again. And so we have to interrupt it. We have to interrupt it now. Like it stops now. It stops now and you make a commitment to think better, to think higher, to not be sucked in by the trap of the enemy to get your mind in such a negative space about this man, this gift, this amazing, wonderful spirit, you know, embodiment of God's love for you. 
That's who your husband is. He is God's gift to you. And you have been seeing him as your enemy and you've been missing the true enemy the whole time. And so you have to interrupt the pattern in your mind. You have to interrupt all that you've been telling yourself this time about your husband because it is not true. Your husband is a good man. He is a good man who loves you. He is not perfect. God is working in him just the way that God is working in you. Okay. Number four, how to change the way you feel about your husband is you have to begin to declare what you want to experience instead. This is all part of the process of shifting your thinking and renewing your mind. We spend so much time thinking about what we don't want. I don't want a husband that does that. I don't want a man who does that. What do you want? Use the power of your words and your imagination to create what you do want. Spend some time brainstorming. Come up with a list of 10, 15, 20 things that you actually want to experience. I want to have effortless communication. I want to be able to go to my husband with anything that's on my mind and feel comfortable sharing with him. I want to sit on the couch and cuddle with him and just watch TV and talk about our day. I want to, you know, snuggle up with him in the bed and feel good and feel his heartbeat in my ear and just feel so connected to him and so in love with him. I want to talk throughout the day and share funny stories of things that happen. I want to laugh. I want to have fun. I want to dance around in the house just for no reason at all. I want to have an amazing experience going out places with our kids, right? You get the point. Declare what it is you want. Set your mind on what it is you want and look for evidence of that. That is the fifth point. So once you have come up with your list of all the things you want, all the things you want to experience in your marriage, all the ways you want to see your husband, all the things you want to believe about him. Your next step is just to look for evidence that those things are true. So if you want your husband to be a more present and engaged um, father with your children, declare it and then look for it. Look for those tiny steps that he's moving in the right direction. Look for those tiny indications that, your desire has been heard by heaven and that is God is working on making it happen. Look for what it is that you want, right? The problem is when you tell yourself all the things you don't want, your mind gets so focused and stuck on proving more of why you don't want it. But you have to focus on what you do want and you have to set your mind and train your brain to be a detective, to look for those sparkles, to look for those openings, to look for those shifts that point you in the direction that it is all being worked out for your good and for the sake of your marriage and for the sake of your family and all the other reasons that you want this to work out. Because you do. You wouldn't be listening to me if you didn't want your marriage to work out. You wouldn't be listening to me if you didn't want to feel love towards your husband. 
And so that is how you change the way you feel about him. You realize first that it's not what's happening, that it's not him that is causing you to feel unhappy, but your thoughts about it. Number two, you have to uncover the painful or anger-ridden story that you tell yourself. Number three is you have to revise it. You just have to begin to interrupt that pattern and think new thoughts over and over and over and over again. You have to declare what you want to experience. Declare it with emotion and with belief, right? Nothing is impossible for those that believe. And then number five is you have to look for evidence. Wait with an expectant heart, an expectant spirit, an expectant mindset that everything that God has placed in your heart, every dream you have for your marriage is yours to experience. And so look for it. Look for it. Look for what you want. And know that it is coming. Know that your husband is an amazing person and you can feel just as in love with him now as you did in the beginning. It is so possible for you. I hope that you find these points helpful. I hope that you will apply them. And I hope that you will change the way you feel about your husband. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll be back with you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Now I'd love to connect with you more. Join me in my private group on Facebook, the Empowered Wives Society, or sign up for my weekly newsletter at berelatable.com. There you'll find additional resources to help you create the happy and loving marriage you desire. And of course, I can't wait to meet you right back here for the next episode. Until then, make your marriage amazing.